Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 138, Wind Beneath My Wings. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about sex, love, and commitment. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And happy beginning mid-October. We are here celebrating uh, just a couple of days after our 16th wedding anniversary. And those of you that uh, have been with us any length of time, and even if you're a new listener, you know that we make a big deal about our wedding anniversary. Um, we do. It is... It is a time for reflection on where we've been and where we're going. And, and this year we did something um, a little different than I, I, yeah, we've never done this before. Um, we actually spent our anniversary weekend at a business conference. And for those of you that are like, man, Tony, you blew up big time. Um, this was a, a mutual decision. <laughs> right. We, we found out about this a couple of months ago and I called Elisa going, eh. The only bad thing is that the conference starts on our anniversary, which is usually the weekend we take off. And, you know, and so he's like, yeah, and by the way, you know, I, I signed up for, it and, you know, you got couple or the spouse on as an add on and, and I'm like, all right, not exactly how I plan to spend my anniversary, but okay, you know, we can, we can work with this. And, um, it turned out to be a phenomenal gift that Tony has given the two of us. It was a, a business development conference and we, the week leading up to it, week and a half, probably maybe even two weeks, we had been really just working on some clarity for one and for the direction of where we're going and, and what this model is going to look like, this business model is going to look like for us and and spending three days with other entrepreneurs, um, all with a similar goal, like, how do we take our dreams and make them bigger? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that's what we did. We spent three days just kind of brainstorming about one, sharing our idea about one, um, telling folks about all of you and, and just the encouragement that we received from you in the community. I mean, we were bragging on our community left and right. And, you know, it really just helped to give us a lot of direction. And You know, and, and the cool thing was, too, is... For Elisa and I, we've been behind these mics for quite some time. And the thing is, is that we love you guys. We do. Coming behind these microphones each and every week is is truly a blessing. And what we want to be able to do is to reach more. We've talked about this some episodes back. The thing was, is being at a conference like this and talking about you guys, this amazing community that stretches around the world that is impacting folks all over the place. It was really cool and, and affirming from others to just go, oh my gosh, I got on your website. I listened to a podcast just from this weekend, just going, oh my gosh, that was really cool what you guys are doing and, and just talking to other folks. And you know, when we go into something like this, we don't really sit out there and go, hey, you know what, by the way, we're Christians. And you know, we come in and we just go, hey, we have a love for marriage. Our marriage was almost falling apart. You know, we could have gone either way. 
but we stuck it. Mm-hmm. We figured out ways to make it work, and we share those ways each and every each and every week with you guys. But there were folks out in the audience who had heard that, and they were just they they were praying for us. Mm-hmm. And it was just amazing the number of folks that were just coming up to us who were like. One gal, Vivian, just amazing gal. And she goes, you know, Tony, when you were up there, there's this laser focus coaching that only like three or four of us got to do on Saturday night. And I, I got chosen to be one of those folks. So I get up there and I'm talking and by all means, I had the most laughs, I would say. Well, you guys know, I mean, Tony's kind of a personable guy and. And we're talking about sex we're and everybody's just sex. sort of giddy and having fun. It's, I mean, it's Saturday night. It's like eight o'clock Everybody's at exhausted. Night. I mean, it, was, exhausted. it was kind of delirium actually. Right. And so, you know, she goes, you know what? After that, I called my friend and I just said, you know what? We got to pray for Tony and Elisa and what they're doing. And we got to talk to her Sunday after the conference was over. We got to meet her. And she told me that. And I mean, I just had tears streaming down my eyes. She goes, I don't know why I, I did that. I go, you know what, Vivian, the reason why you did that? Because the devil's after this. The devil's after us. And he is. There are many a times during our weeks sometimes where we just are floored by what we hear and what we get. And, you know, it can sweat us. Mm-hmm. More and more we, we put on our armor each and every day. But the prayer that she prayed with her friend was just, it was just awesome. And so just know that you guys are, you know, we just talk about you all the time. And this weekend was just one of those times where we really just got to talk about you and, and how amazing you are and what you've done to help grow one extraordinary marriage. And what you've done in your own marriages yeah. as a result of being part of the one community. And, and, you know, as we're going through, so we were there all day Friday, I mean, from like not 8.30 to 7, 7.30-ish. And we did actually go and have a nice anniversary dinner. Little tiramisu was our dessert dessert that the restaurant brought us, which yeah. was really good too because it wasn't really heavy coffee. Yeah, it was good. It was a good balance of flavor. Sometimes tiramisu can go, it just can be bad. This and was that good. was, yeah. And it was so good to have that because earlier in the day, Elisa loves pumpkin spice and she loves this time of year. Well, I had a little taster of pumpkin spice iced latte from Starbucks and it tasted really good. And I'm not a coffee drinker and neither is Lisa, but it was really tasty. And I had it like the week before and I was just so excited because I wanted to get Elisa this pumpkin spice latte on our anniversary. It's just like a little, Hey honey, here's a little something. And so after lunch that day, we went over to Starbucks, which is across the way, picked one up and son of a gun. It tasted like junk tasted like straight up coffee and I, and I was just so bummed because I was like no 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 maybe it's just not cold enough yet you know maybe swirl something around oh folks just, you know I mean he had, he had called me in the in the earlier part of the week to say babe I've got like I'm taking out for a drink on Friday you know I'm gonna do the anniversary thing I think we shared this with you guys last week and I mean he had built this pumpkin spice latte up like it was going to be the bomb I mean we had high it was the bomb it just was a for a bomb this. that was so bad. So we go in and, and I take my first sip and I'm thinking, hmm, that's really not what I had in mind for my anniversary wow drink. And, you know, of course, we had the whipped cream on top. So I'm like, well, maybe I just need to swirl the whipped cream in. Maybe maybe that's it. And so I'm swirling, 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 swirling. And I take another sip and he's like, what do you think? And I'm like, I think it looks like an orange coffee. <laughs> yes. And, you know, just a little plug for Starbucks, not that Starbucks really needs a plug, 
but we called customer service and the guy that I talked to, Zach over there, customer service, Starbucks, this guy totally took care of us, mm-hmm. made it all right. Mm-hmm. They've got a program in place to take care of their customers. And I, you know, it was just, it was really nice to be taken care of, even though it wasn't the drink I'd hoped for. Um, you know, bummed. we still, I was very bummed. Oh, Tony was so devastated guys. I was just like, oh man. Cause like we don't, we don't, we make a big deal of anniversaries in terms of, you know, just talking about where we've been and where we're going, but it's not like we do, you know, like crazy gifts or anything like that. But he really had his sights set on delivering me this amazing pumpkin drink. And it just didn't happen. Poor guy. Nope. It didn't. Poor guy. But so going back to the fact that we were at this conference, so all day Friday from like eight 30 to seven 30 and then Saturday, I think started not at like eight thirty. I think we got doors open at like eight thirty. It started at nine. No, it started at eight thirty on oh, Saturday. Oh, it started at eight thirty. Okay, so it starts at eight thirty, and, and we so actually- Elisa's anal like I need to be there soon as the door opens starts like coming into play on Saturday morning. You guys know how and, I am, and I'm trying to go look at honey. We didn't have sex on Friday night. I, I we were both beat. It, down, it was tired. it was yeah it was a mutual, mutual thing, and we're really enjoying morning sex lately. I mean, it's just nice. It's Tell them why. Because we're awake. Well, I, the other reason that you were telling somebody else. Why? Because I haven't had a chance to fill up my head, so I don't have to Oh, talk. yes. <laughs> that is another one, too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I don't have to listen to Elisa, you know, dump, and then we can have sex. But anyways, we had a beautiful morning, had sex. It, it was just, it was wonderful. And I'm just sort of moseying along and Elisa's starting to get a little upset because she's just sort of like, we got to be there. We got to be there. I'm like, honey, it starts at 8.30. Even if we get there at 8.20, well, the door's open at 8.15. Oh, I just took a deep breath and said, baby, I love you. <laughs> and we got there with plenty of time, got her seat. Well, part of it is, is that this was a huge networking event for us. Yes. And so being there and just having the opportunity to meet people and, and once people started to find out what, what we do, um, we actually had a lot of people seeking us out, which was, it was cool. nice and, and appreciative that people were coming up to us and sharing their stories with us and sharing ideas with us. And we've got so many great ideas for this next year. And, and so Allison Maslin, it's, it's called the Allison Maslin business blast off. Am I, am I getting that blast business off? Business breakthrough. Business breakthrough. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of bees in there. Phenomenal training. If you ever get a chance to hear Allison Maslin, we should actually put a link to her. Okay. stuff on um yeah especially for you ladies out there Man. she's a dynamo holy yeah. cow I, I just, just for life oh. in general who she is i mean th- this room was packed with about 250 folks and i would say two percent of us were men the rest were women but i gotta say she is just awesome just um amazing woman and not just in business i mean just in life what she what she comes with and the way she shares it and going after your dreams and and your desires be it if you want a business or where you're working mm-hmm. i mean she's all about just like hey if you work somewhere be all you can be in that area right so you can have the life that you desire i mean just really cool really cool and so we're going through this and and you know, she kept referring to her coaching program um, a lot of these business coaches they have year long programs and things like that and so Saturday afternoon, she just shares with us, actually has a panel of mm-hmm. um, people who are in this coaching program from last year, just share their experiences in the program. And these women are incredibly diverse in terms of their business interests and, and who they are and where they've been. And, and yet they all had tremendous success over the course of this last year in developing and marketing and 
um, executing their business ideas. And so Allison shares this pinnacle program, which is her coaching program. And there was this little flicker of, Ooh, wow. That there's something in that, that speaks to me. Um, I'm like, really, you know, we're trying to launch businesses where, you know, there's just, you know, all of the little negative voices start going through my head. And so we're out to dinner and, you know, just kind of processing and we're driving home that night. And then Tony's like, what are you thinking about? And I'm like, I know this is going to sound completely like completely crazy, but I think, I think we need to do this coaching program. Right. Like, I I think we need to do this. I think we need someone who is so, so directed and you know, like one gal that was up on the panel um, talked about the fact that she's a banking executive and uh, runs like the number one branch for this particular bank. And she's like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a tough cookie. Oh, when she got up there, you could tell you she could was tell she's a tough, tough cookie. cookie. Um, just one of those powerhouse, incredibly strong-willed women that you you just meet and you can tell and and she was talking about how Allison had you know like rocketed her business and things like that and then you've got you know holistic health practitioners all in the same panel and you know and you know I'm sitting there going I, I like I'm totally totally nervous at this idea I've got anxiety like you know the ball in the stomach you know where you're like oh I don't know if this is a good idea but at the same time it's the same feeling of being really excited like I think this is a good idea and so we talked it through and and at one point in time as we're having this conversation and I'm looking at the application and trying to figure out what to do Tony looks at me and he says I believe in you I think that you can do this and folks I want to tell you something um, when your spouse looks you straight in the eye and tells you after 16 years of marriage and you know knows a lot of your warts and all the ugly baggage that you carry around on a regular basis and, and point blank tells you, I am willing to invest in you, which is really an investment in us because it's an investment in one, but I am willing to put my money where my mouth is and I'm going to tell you that I believe that you can make this work. That's where today's episode came from, when beneath my wings, because I can tell you beyond a shadow of a doubt that I know exactly where Tony stands in my life. Hmm. That was, not, not that I've ever doubted, but this is, this is the first time, folks, that I've, <laughs> that I've taken the step to invest in myself to this level. Um, you know, I've done lots of things for myself over the, you know, over the course of my life, but this is a really big one from a financial standpoint. Uh, I think from a financial standpoint, as well as a time standpoint, especially since we've been married, because it's basically folks, it's, it's going to business school and that's, that's what it is. I mean, there's, there's weekly classes, there's quarterly. I'm joking that I'm getting my MBA because her last name, Allison's last name is Maslin. (laughs) So it's kind of like going to Maslin's Beauty Academy. Or not beauty business. I don't know where beauty came <laughs> there, there were some beauticians there who there were... There were, and Allison just happens to be an incredibly beautiful woman. But that maybe that was a total slip, but it's Maslin's <laughs> Beauty Academy. I did it again. Business. <laughs> business. I'm getting my business degree. Oh, it's long three days. Anyway, I, I mean, I'm basically getting mm-hmm. my master's in business from someone who has gone out there and built 10 businesses. I'm I'm learning 
we're learning from a serial entrepreneur. And you know, this whole weekend, as Elisa was talking about that, Isaiah 40, 31 kept coming to my mind. And Isaiah 40, 31 reads in the New Living Translation, but those who trust in the Lord will find new strength. They will soar high on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not faint. And I mean, how beautiful is that? Now, the irony behind Tony having that verse come to him is that that was my verse when I was in labor with both children. Mm-hmm. Um, just that sense of being lifted up. And that is very much what I felt this weekend. And I, and I encourage all of you, I don't know what struggles you're facing in your marriage this week. I don't know what your spouse needs to hear from you. But if there is some way that you can say to them, in all honesty, I'm not asking you to fake it. I'm, you know, this has to really truly come from the heart. But if you can find an opportunity to tell them this week just how much you believe in them, whether it's something that they're facing at work or something that they're facing, you know, the a volunteerism or, or whatever it is with the kids, if you can demonstrate to them the same thing that Tony told me when he's like, I believe in you. And it was said with such sincerity and such depth of feeling that even when I shared with the group, um, so there was a, a group lunch for all the, the new Pinnacle members on Sunday and, um, you know, we were just kind of sharing, you know, where we were at and our goals for the next year and stuff. And, and I shared what Tony had said to me and how much it meant. And I was, I actually, yeah, I started crying, you know, and ah, just emotion, raw emotion. Um, there are a lot of women crying. Yeah. Well, you know, you get that many women together. It's bound to happen. Yeah. But in our, the two percenters, I think I think you're being generous. I think it was probably close to one. Two percent would be about forty, and there's no way there were forty guys there. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. We were probably like one percent. You were like a one percent, maybe, maybe a half. half a percent. Yeah, not a lot of guys there. But you know, that's not to say that Allison isn't. I mean, Allison is coach men. She's very, you know, she's yeah. what she's good at. Is she's she's actually coach. She's actually coach, and I'll let you get to that. She's oh. actually coach. One of our favorite dudes. Okay, Sam, the cooking guy. <laughs> Which I awesome. say almost breathless because, wow, if, if you're in San Diego, um, Sam the Cooking Guy means a lot to you. If you're not from San Diego, Google Sam the Cooking Guy. I'll have a link to Sam he, the Cooking Guy. Um, he's, he's the guy who was in the corporate world. Wasn't he in IT or tech or something? I don't even know what his story. He, he wasn't in cooking. He had never really cooked a day before in his life. He was going to do a travel show. Like he was just done with the corporate America. He was going to do a travel show. Yes. And it turns into this... total off the wall cooking show. I mean, he's cooking. If you ever watch like some of his early episodes, he's cooking and stuff's like flying around his kitchen. And he's like, Oh, I don't know what I'm like. He'll just substitute something in. And you know, he's like, Oh, you know, he picks up a frying pan and forgets that he needs, you know, a mitt so he doesn't burn his hand, stuff like that. And because he didn't know what he was doing. He just knew he had a passion for food. And you know what? People loved Sam, the cooking guy, because he was just an ordinary guy doing what he loved to do. Yeah. He, he, just a really cool guy. I'll I'll have a link to it. If you love cooking and you enjoy doing it with your spouse, I'm sure you'll learn something from Sam because what we loved about Sam was and is everything's really simple. He's not going out there and getting goofy things. This is one of those shows that when Elisa and I were sort of getting back into that mode of okay, you know, we need to be doing things together again. 
like cooking would probably be one of those good things that we can just at least come together and try and do and learn something together and connect together. We would Sam, watch Sam. Because he had great ideas. And again, it wasn't like these things that he's like, oh, you got to get this ingredient from this place and this ingredient from that place. And before you know, you got, you got to go travel to 10 different places to make this one little meal. And I mean, he just pulls stuff out of his refrigerator, normal stuff like shredded cheese and like tortillas and make some sort of chicken quesadilla type thing. And yeah, you might be going, Oh gosh, that sounds pretty easy. Yeah. But he'd do some fun stuff to it. He had a little flair or make the own, his own salsa or whatever it might be. But we would just laugh. And just, you know, when we had a TV, we'd watch them. We don't have a TV anymore. so. But you can find them on the internet, and we'll yeah. make sure to put links up there. Cause it, but, but that's the kind of... Part of what we know that we've been lacking with one is that we don't have systems in place. Right. Lots of ideas. Um, you know, we've obviously connected with you guys over the last, gosh, almost three years now. But to take this to the next level, to be able to travel and do a workshop in Australia or Nigeria or Holland or South Africa. I mean, we know you guys are out there. You know, I, I'm all, all 50 States, Canada, um, Germany. I'm trying to think, you know, if, if you guys haven't chimed in with where you are lately, we, you know, that's what, like one of my favorite things. I love getting emails saying, you know, I'm a listener from such and such. I'm a listener. Like it just gets me all excited. I have, sometimes I have to pull out a map to find out where you are. And I love that. So tell us where you're at. Um, but we want to, we want to make one global. We want to be able to travel to you guys and do conferences where you are, but we got to have a plan to make that happen. And that's what we're looking at for this next year. And that's where when Tony said, you know what, babe, I am behind you. Um, and, and the reason he said me is because you guys know some of the boundaries that we've put into place mm. in our marriage. It was very interesting because you know people were asking us, well, is Tony going to do the program? Are you going to do the program? How's that going to work? And, and from a cost standpoint, it was only going to be one of us. And right. when we determined that, then it became, okay, what's the dynamic of the group? And the group is very heavily skewed. Female. Female. Right. And you guys have heard of Cher on previous podcasts. Um, and if you have, it's probably been a while since we've talked about male-female boundaries. But um, we don't put ourselves in situations that are going to be heavily skewed one way or the other to the opposite sex. Right. Which means that a group that's going to be heavily female is going to be attended by Elisa, not by Tony. Especially right. considering our subject material. You know, it's not like I'm, you know, it's not like we're health and wellness coaches looking to talk health and wellness with, you know, a room full. We're talking sex and, and programs for talking about sex and relationships and things like that. And so it's just, it's a, it's a boundary in our marriage. It's one that we encourage you guys to have. I know people have written in over the last couple of months about boundaries and, you know, just as an aside, I am going to revisit it because this is something we feel pretty strongly about because it's very easy to go down that slippery slope when you are in mixed company and when you're in a working relationship with mixed company and you're spending a lot of time or you've got phone calls or you've got emails going back and forth, you, you really have to have boundaries in place in your marriage, folks. And it's okay if your spouse comes to you and says, I'm a little concerned about how much time you've been spending with this person work-related Take that to heart. Don't blow them off and say, well, that's work. Don't get upset with me. Right. 
your spouse has an intuition. And I will tell you, my alarm has only gone off once in our marriage. But when it went off, it, it went off with like crazy bells and whistles. I mean, it was like almost to the point of like a panic attack, anxiety. It was so strong. And it wasn't unfounded. Tony hadn't done anything, but because he actually wasn't even aware that there was, you know, potential for interest from this particular woman. But it was just something so strong in me that I was just like, you, you can't, sorry, I'm, I'm closing down that wall uh, around our marriage. And you know what? He honored that. Right. He didn't say, well, that's ridiculous. What are you talking about? You know, I can handle it. You know, I'm good. Nothing. We're solid. I'm not. No, he acknowledged what I asked for and accepted it and said, got it. You know what? I, I, I can, for us, I will do that. And so I'm just putting it out there. If your husband or wife has come to you and said, I'm really uncomfortable with this relationship. If there's a way you can change who you're working with or how much time you're spending with someone or just, you know, make sure that you're never alone with that particular person, do it for the sake of your marriages. And I'm going to take it another step further. If you're the one in that and you're feeling that going on, you need to stand up and tell this other person, Hey, can't be I can't be going to lunch with you mm-hmm. it, it just isn't gonna work you, you know I'm married I'm happily married I can't be going to lunch with you alone if you want to go out I'm more than happy to go in a group situation or setting you know it's it's what we talked about a couple of weeks about a couple of weeks ago about being truly authentically you from the inside out you know if that inside of you if there's a knocking going on you know, and you are hearing it audibly. God's sort of going, hey, hello, this isn't good. This isn't right. This shouldn't be happening. This isn't a time for you to shut it down and not listen. You know, you need to have the gumptions to get up and tell that other person, this isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. And it may hurt their feelings. That's okay. Guess what? Who would you rather hurt the feelings of this other person or your spouse? Hey, 10 out of 10, I'm hurting that person's feelings. Just him. You know why? Because that's a line I don't cross. There's nothing and there is nobody that comes before my spouse other than God. But there's no human that's going to come before my spouse. And if that person's going to have some hurt feelings over it, so be it. It's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I'd rather that happen then me go down some rabbit trail that causes me to have an emotional affair that causes me to have a physical affair with somebody else that could ruin, that could crush the years that I have with my beautiful wife. You know, so you got to be willing. You got to say, Hey, sorry, this isn't going to work. You know, it's a no go. I appreciate it but I can't do it anymore. And that's you living authentically you from the inside out. That's the thing, folks. I mean, you know, this, this whole lifting your spouse up and investing in them and your words and your actions. I mean, it all, it all ties together. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're going to get in front of your spouse and say, you know what? I believe in you. I believe in you so much that I'm willing to, you know, do this or do that or, you know, invest 
financially or invest emotionally, whatever it is, whatever your investment is, don't sabotage that by putting yourselves in situations that aren't going to, that aren't going to match up with what you're doing. You know, I, I want to do bring this back to just investing in your spouse. It is one of the biggest gifts that you can give your spouse is to be able to tell them and to be able to show them how much you value them. Because I think sometimes we get so caught up in the busyness and the craziness and they got to be here, got to be there, got to do this. Oh, my schedule. And, and even with the intimacy lifestyle and even with, you know, the fact that we sit down across the mics from one another once a week and we encourage you all to sit across the table or sit on the couch or sit on your back patio, wherever it is. I know it's getting a little cool in some parts of the country for you guys to sit outside, but you know, bundle up. Um, sometimes that sense of value just kind of starts to fade. You know, it's there, but it's just not articulated. And mm-hmm. so you just start to go, okay, well, you know, I know he loves me. You know, that kind of thing. Like you, that's what you hear. People will say, well, I know he loves me but it's always kind of said in the soft voice. And I will tell you every once in a while, if you can just tell your husband or wife how much you believe in them, that will fill up that love tank faster than (laughs) just as an aside gas here in California hit $5 a gallon last week. So if you can fill up any tank, (laughs) if you can fill up your love tank by just using your words, by all means go for it. Cause your gas tank's going to kill you. Um, just one of those things that I really, I was blown away last week, but random, random thoughts. Fill up your spouse's love tank. Take the time to communicate to them how valuable they are to you. Mm -hmm. It is a gift, quite honestly, that you are the only person on earth that can give. You are the person that stood up before family, friends, an official, whatever your wedding looked like. And said, this is the person that I take to be my husband or wife. That I take. I, it's a choice. You made a choice. And when you made that choice, you made a choice to invest in that person. And so you have to keep letting them know that you know what? In spite of everything that's happened. And, and you know, we've shared our struggles with you guys. And we still continue to have ups and downs. It's called marriage. We had one tonight. We had one tonight prior to coming on the podcast. I didn't even know we were going to podcast tonight. You want to talk about the devil getting in the way of this show? Um, yeah, that was the thirty, the two hours before we podcast. Really distracting us from being able to do this. But when you make that investment in your marriage, when you make that investment in your spouse and say, you know what? After God, you are the very next thing in my life. And I believe in that so wholeheartedly. You have my heart and soul. I will fight for you. I will love you. I will honor you. Folks, it's the only thing. It's the only thing. Nobody else should be able to fill that for your spouse. If you are working on your marriage every day, if you are committed to your marriage every day, then that is what you are doing for your spouse. You are fulfilling that need in them in their, in in a marital sense. And you want to be the one to fill that need. 
we all want to be desired. We all want to be valued. We all want to feel like we have worth. And when we marry someone, that, that is part of that dynamic. You know, it's part of that relationship. I mean, obviously we turn to God to, you know, God is our source of fulfillment. But on earth, the person that we've chosen, we want to hear that we're valued. We want to see it in their actions. And I'm challenging you guys this week to find one way to demonstrate to your husband or wife just how much they mean to you. You know, we're, we're getting into a very busy time of year. Kids are officially back in school everywhere. But, you know, I'm sure if you've been to any store or listened to any radio station, they've already got Christmas music playing and the Christmas decorations are up. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness, honey. They've been up for like a couple weeks now. Um, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell who does the shopping in our family? Anyway. I stay away. Tony stays away. That, that's why Tony got married. <laughs> it's called it. It's called Amazon Prime. Yes. But what I'm saying is is that this this is a very chaotic time for a lot of families as we head into the holidays between yeah, you've got Halloween, you've got Thanksgiving, you've got Christmas, and our crazy household we throw into birthdays because we just can't have enough between Thanksgiving and Christmas. You've got kids activities, you've got family activities. It's very easy for your relationship to fall to the back burner. And I'm saying this because we've lived it. Oh, yeah. Many times. Many times. You get so caught up in the to-dos that you forget about the I do. And I'm going to challenge you before this crazy holiday season even starts, maybe make a list of all the reasons why you said I do. I don't know. We've probably got 10 weeks between now and Christmas. Yeah. And well, and you know what, if you, if you need some ideas, go to last week's blog post, 16 reasons. I still love my wife after 16 years of marriage. Something I put up. I love doing this now every year on our anniversary, putting up a list of things, um, that touch me or us, you know, on our 15th, I, I think we did 23 lessons we've learned in 15 years, but go back to that. Look at that. Read the headlines of each of those 16. Do any of them rack your brain? And if it's the fish stick one, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what, what I didn't catch, because um, I didn't actually read that post before Tony put it up, was he didn't put anything about the spring roll that he dropped on our first date and then proceeded to eat. I said 16 reasons why I still love you. Not why you love me, why I love you. Oh, that's why I didn't make it. Okay. Yes. Well. You know, come on. Regardless, Regardless, I'm challenging you over the next 10 weeks between now and Christmas. That was number five. Her her cooking has gotten much better. Okay, so at least we're down to number five because it's just funny. Um, <laughs> and for those of you that still cook fish sticks, no harm. Frozen. I, <laughs> <laughs> Can they even make fresh fish sticks? That seems kind of like an oxymoron. Why can't you have fresh fish sticks? Well, because they're like battered. And, well, yeah, I guess you can. Well, why can't you go over here to Sprouts and get fish sticks? I've never seen fresh fish. Anyway. Okay. I'm, I'm sure by the coast. Okay, probably. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, do this for your spouse over the next 10 weeks. Surprise them on random days with a I love you because or I'm so proud that you're my husband or wife because or this is how much you mean to me. 
spend these weeks leading up to the new year, laying that foundation for an amazing 2013. You guys might already be in a great place. You're going to start off 2013 with fireworks. If you're not in a great place and, and maybe you need to remind yourself why you said I do, this is an exercise for you and for your spouse that's going to be receiving it. Yeah. And, and you know what? As we are leading up to the, the new year, 2013, I know many of you are like, already? You're really talking about it? Yeah. And you know why? Why don't you start working on these areas now? Why don't you start working on your sexual intimacy now, your emotional intimacy now? So when you hit January 1st, 2013, you guys are off and running. Instead of going, oh, on January 1st, 2013, this is what we're going to start doing. Start doing it now. Mm-hmm. You know, take off now. Have you been thinking about doing a seven days of sex challenge? Pick up our book. Go to sevendaysofsex.com. Learn about it. Do the challenge. Heck, I just read a post from somebody today who started it, ended up, he and his wife, they, they got so into it, they ended up doing 16 days straight, which beats us by like five days, and Take took a day off, and then went another 16 days straight. I mean, just... Rock stars. Exactly. I, I, it came across that he sent it to me, or I don't know how I got it, but I saw it. I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is wild and awesome. But why not start that now, you know? Mm-hmm. And so you guys can be building each other up. You know, you can be soaring on wings, on, on soaring on, soaring on eagle's wings, you know, fly into that new year going, you know, we're rocking this thing. Mm-hmm. We are having a blast. And for those of you who are in the Southern California area, if you need a little kick in the butt, join us this weekend for the he zig, she zags live event. We're going to really be digging in to all of these communications, mm. ways that you can communicate with your spouse in ways that will impact your marriage, that will allow you to take yourselves from where you are now to a point where you're able to have deep conversations about your dreams, about your desires, about taking off those masks, where you don't have the feeling of fear inside your gut anymore. But you are able to just speak truth and know that you're going to be heard and know that when you speak, you're going to be listened. Mm-hmm. So if you want to join us for that, that's at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash live events. It's $10 per person and you get our CD, Love at the Next Level. We want to see you there. Definitely. I mean, it's it's an area where we've noticed... Um, Actually, I had not even noticed. I mean, I had, I don't know how many conversations this weekend. I think this was the first time that Tony saw me in a group of women. And as women would find out, you know, what we do and we'd go out and have lunch. And I'm like, oh yeah, well, you know, we just talked about, you know, marriage or relationship or blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you talked to him for three minutes. <laughs> I said, it's amazing what you can cover. Once, once I say the word sex, then, you know, it all comes out. And, and I love, uh, and I'm honored by that trust um, because I, I know it comes with huge responsibility and what I, you know, repeatedly told these women is, you know what, you've got to invest back in your relationship. Mm-hmm. You've got to, you have to, um, you know, as long as you're still married <laughs> means tells me that you haven't given up hope yet. 
And so if you haven't given up hope, then you need to be putting forth the effort. You don't get to just stick around and, you know, be there (laughs) doing nothing. You know, that's not a privilege of the married. Um, Marriage is an action. And so what I shared with these women is that you've got to do something active and something positive. And you've, you've got to be the one to be taking the positive steps so that regardless of what happens in your future with your marriage, you can look at yourself in the mirror and say, I tried everything. I did it. Heck yeah. And don't, don't get us wrong. There are many of you who've gone out there and been at the depths of just the bottom. You're at the bottom rung and you're going, there's no way my marriage is coming back. And you know what? You went after it. And we've read your emails. We've seen them numbers of times where you come back and you go, I put it in there. And you know what? I put in the effort Mm -hmm. and my spouse came around. My spouse started noticing me again. My spouse started talking to me again. We started having, we we started having physical intimacy, not sexual, actual just physical touch that was meaningful. That didn't mean we just had to jump into bed anymore. Right. It, It can happen. Are you willing to take that step? Are you willing to go jump on that eagle, go fly, go, go to the heights. You know, we believe in you. You may be sitting there right now going, I don't know if I can do it. You can do it. Absolutely. All it takes is that first step. Start moving forward. Take that step, you know, bust it out. Email us. Let us know where we're, where you're at. Mm-hmm. Let us know how we can support you. You know, because we love you guys. We care and we want you to be able to have that extraordinary marriage. We want you to move forward. Can't hold your hand. Has to come from within you. But we know you can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen it. It's, it's happened in our own marriage. So it's all possible. And with that, you guys, we hope to see you this weekend. For all of you who wish to come and make it out there with us, we we are going to be stoked to be there and have you there with us. For those of you who can't, you've already been asking, are you guys going to have oh, an point. audio afterwards? We will. We will, um, after the event, we'll get that together. We'll get it all edited and we'll have that for purchase for you. We'll make sure to let you know when that is available because we want you to be able to get it if you don't live in San Diego or in Southern California. So yes, Megan, this is answering your question. <laughs> yes, Megan, this is for you and for others who have asked. Right. So give give us a little bit of time though. You know, it won't be up Monday. So no, no, no. We'll, we'll let you know when it's up and ready. We'll, we'll for sure let you know that. And we'll let you know here on the podcast. All right. You guys have yourselves a fantastic week. Go out there. Go make a change. We love you. 